Strange Brew on 8radio.com in association with the Roisin Dove Galway. Yeah.
Released in the year 2000 on their own Chemical Underground Records label, that was the Delgados and Accused of Stealing. The album, of course, is called The Great Eastern, a breakthrough album for that band and one of the defining moments of the Scottish indie scene. Um, Chemical Underground, of course, a really influential and important label. And this is Strange Brew Love Songs number four, a Lost in France special. If you're unfamiliar with Lost in France, it is the excellent documentary made by Niall McCann about Chemical Underground Records. And... uh, we are tying this in with the general release of the movie in cinemas around Ireland and a tour around, uh, around the same time <laughs> with uh, R.M. Hubbard and Emma Pollock, uh, who will be playing in Dublin, Cork and Galway as well. So uh, if you haven't seen the documentary, I would strongly recommend it, not just for fans of Chemical Underground, but for music lovers in general. It's a really, really wonderful film. And if you're not familiar with the Strange Brew Love Songs, it's on my regular show. I talk to people, chefs, comedians, filmmakers about songs they love and every now and then I bunch them in together and uh, do a special like this and this one is focusing on the people who are involved in Lost in France. So first up here is the director, Niall McCann. Uh, in Galway, uh, yes this is my this is my third Lost in France related uh, bit for the radio station. Uh, this is just after the uh, the Irish premiere of the Lost in France doc- documentary about the superb chemical underground record label in Scotland and uh, here I am with with uh, filmmaker extraordinaire Niall McCann who uh, you must be feeling pretty happy after the response that the yeah, movie I got last you. night I am yeah um, it was good. I think it went down well yeah it was fantastic good response um, and we got Emma playing gig now which is amazing yeah that'd be great and thanks so much for putting us on oh my pleasure uh, you've had a rough night last night so we'll cut we'll cut to the chase here will we yeah <laughs> I just don't know who I insulted last night or who I didn't. did you insult everyone I think I might have yeah there you go it's part of the job though isn't it yeah well it's, it's, yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah can you tell me about a song you love yeah I was trying to think of um, because obviously Lost in France and um, they're not in the film but Band Sebastian um, this is just a modern rock song fantastic yeah I just think it's a fantastic song I remember when I was 16, um, I remember buying it, the EP. I always liked the way that Pan Sebastian didn't put uh, singles on albums, you know, like that sort of no sell out thing. And um, just an incredible song, it was six minutes long, seven minutes long. It was really good. The, the story about Sebastian is amazing. I was just reading, because it's the 20th anniversary, is it the 20th anniversary mm. of Tiger Milk? Yeah. And the story behind that record, that record is just... Incredible, I re- yeah. I remember the, the, like, the whole mythology behind it, mm. like how difficult it was to get a copy of Tiger yeah. Milk in Ireland. It's nearly impossible, yeah. yeah. A cassette. People. I think if you have it on vinyl now, it's worth a lot of money, I think. <laughs> well, his first song on it, uh, he says something like, um, my brother came out of something that he... Oh, uh, <laughs> you can edit this, can't you? <laughs> yeah, sure, but okay. I won't. Uh, don't. No, just leave it <laughs> where it is. But, uh, thank you very much, Noel. No, thank you. And uh, the thanks, film Ricky. is great. Should yeah, we do a handshake so on radio, Shane? Thank you, yeah, really handshake. <laughs> She 
Yeah. 
Playing the music we like. Okay, I'm uh, I'm here with Paul Savage, who's in town for the Galway Filmfla and the documentary, uh, the, the documentary by Chemical Underground Records. Uh, for those of you who may not know, Paul Savage is one of the founding members of Chemical Underground, uh, the drummer with the Delgados, and the producer of some of the finest records to come out of Scotland in the last twenty years, probably. Thanks very much. Um, that was quite uh, quite an experience, as I can only imagine what it was like for you. But that, that documentary was amazing. It's, I'm getting used to it. I've seen it maybe three times now. And the first time um, I spent sort of peering through my fingers, <laughs> cringing at every time I came on screen. And I think I couldn't see it for what it was. And also, I saw an early cut of it, so the, the, a lot of the sound wasn't quite right. So, you know, it's a lot more comfortable to watch it now that I've got over that, the fact that it's about us. And I'm, I'm noticing things in the film that are that are really subtle, but the way that think the way that that I was linked certain aspects of the story, and what what really seemed like quite a, an, an impenetrable idea, like going back to a, a festival visit that we did in 1997 to a village in France, and how you tied that all up, I think is incredible, and I think um, actually re- it helps seeing it more than once. And yeah, I'm really, really proud to be part of it. And it's, I think he's, the interesting thing is when someone says they're going to document part of your life, the, the, you're quite precious about it, you know. <laughs> and um, I think the best compliment that I could pay the Niall and Nikki and Paul who produced it is that I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm very, I think it represents the, the, the way that we are as people. We're not showy. We're, we're just kind of 
you know, mates having a laugh, and it, it comes across like that. And I think I'm it was really proud especially the, the sort of the scenes on the bus when you're traveling to Moran, yeah, the the sixty years, I mean, maybe, and I think the, the sort of the camaraderie really comes through in there, yeah. and the, and the sort of the, the sort of self-effacing nature of the of the whole thing, I guess. The, uh-huh. I think I think we're all we're all very similar in that sense, um, and uh, yeah, you caught that really well, and it was it was it's just a really um, warm. Documentary. I thought I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be quite different. So, it took me by surprise. It's. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of the great. The Great Eastern now was, for me, like a, like that was a huge record at the time because I remember reading a review of that. Was it the Enemy review? I remember it's still six months. What right. the greatest collection of songs in the recorded history of music yeah. or something? That's that's quite a review. That's that's mm. two. That was two thousand. Was it? It was two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, that was a yeah. That was an incredible record. Um, uh, that yeah, that's quite a review to get. Yeah, I mean the 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 thing about us is we always we always were we got these incredible reviews and obviously people didn't buy the enemies that week. So <laughs> <laughs> they, never, they never really made a difference to the record sales or anything like that. I mean we had lots of great things. John Peel, you know, introduced us on stage once, ridiculously as the 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 greatest band in the world today. And to have him say that, you would just think that, that's it. You know, for me, I would, I would, I would die happy. But the, 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 the point is, that we never really, we never really had that that much success. I mean, that, <laughs> these all these great things. I mean, it, it, obviously, it was, I think he'd had a few, a few too many red wines. Um, but you know, he did, he did love us, and 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 that, and and things like the the critical success. Did the Gattos didn't, really, didn't really help. But they were really musicians' band as well, weren't they? I mean, I, I suppose yeah. There was there are, there are critics and musicians' band. Yeah, and the critics and musicians don't tend to buy a lot of records. Do they? No, they don't. They get, they, <laughs> they get them all free. So. Uh, yeah, it's great to have you back in Galway because we were saying that it was two thousand four, two thousand five when you were here. Yeah, two thousand five because we Delgado split up in two thousand five. And not long after, um, we split up. Um, Malcolm Middleton was doing a tour, and asked uh, if me and Stuart could join him as the rhythm section. So that was probably September, October. Yeah, it was, it was the old road We'd only had the venue about a year and a half, I'd say, at right. that stage. It's an incredible show, as I remember. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the whole tour, just there's having a having a great time, and uh, yeah, especially this place. This was uh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just remember the the river and you know backstage. That was the backstage area. The, yeah, because well, we, oh, we didn't even have this apartment then. We were probably using the keg room as the dressing room, were we? Probably, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> and then we just we just hung about outside, and you just think, what what other backstage place in the world? We've got such <laughs> yeah. a beautiful view. So uh, yeah, that stuck in my mind, and whenever. I've seen people play and I've always thought I'd love to go back and yeah, well, I've got the it's, chance. Uh, it's yeah. great to have you back. Um, can you tell me, now, now, would you be able to tell me, I know this is springing it on you, so that, mm-hmm. I think it's better when it works um, off the top of your head. Can you tell okay. us about a, a song you love? Any song. Any song at all. Any song at yeah, all. In the, in the history of recorded music. Okay. Preferably you know, recorded music so I can play it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not when I heard down the pub in my No, yeah. Right, okay. Um, I don't know why this is jumping in my head, but um, I love uh, Jack Brel stuff, and I love Scott Walker, and Scott Walker did so many great uh, Jack Brel songs. The one, 
one that's sticking in my head, I don't know, like you said, you're springing it on me, but the one that's sticking in my head right now for some reason is If You Go Away. Uh, I think it's on Scott 3, but I could be wrong. Great stuff. Yeah. I don't know why I picked that one. I could I could probably uh, pick thousands of records. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough <laughs> Depends what you want. Do you want a noisy record? Do you want a, yeah, do you want a jazz that's, record? That's why you got to get people on the, on the cuff with this one, just so yeah. the person that comes to your mind. I think it's just because I've heard Emma sound check. <laughs> some, some some sort of very soft uh, sort of probably influenced by that kind of style so it's probably sticking in my head yeah. great stuff thank you very much no problem if you go away on this summer day then you might as well take the sun away all the birds that flew in the summer sky when our love was new and our hearts were high and the day was young and the night was long and the moon stood still for the night bird's song if you go away if you go away if you go away But if you stay, I'll make you a day Like no day has been or will be again We'll sail the sun, we'll ride on the rain And talk to the trees and worship the wind And if you go, I'll understand Leave me just enough love Fill up my hand If you go away If you go away If you go away If you go away As I know you will you must tell the world to stop turning, turning till you return again. If you ever do, for what good is love without loving you? Can I tell you now, as you turn to go, I'll be dying slowly till the next hello. If you go away, if you go away, if you go away. But if you stay, I'll make you a night like no night has been or will be again. I'll sail on your smile, I'll ride on your touch. I'll talk to your eyes that I love so much that if you go, I won't cry Though the good is gone from the word goodbye
Paul Savage from the Delgados and Chemical Underground Records. Thank you very much for talking about a song you love, which was Scott Walker, If You Go Away. And uh, before that, that was Nolan Khan, director of Lost in France, the documentary about Chemical Underground Records, who chose uh, this, in, uh, this is not a modern rock. S- <laughs> this is just a modern rock song by Bell and Sebastian. You're listening to Strange Brew Love Songs number four, uh, Lost in France special on radio.com. Here's one of the tracks that sort of defined the start of. Um, Chemical Underground as well Uh, this is a version of it that was redone last year it is Arab Strap and The First Big Weekend so that was the first big weekend of the summer starts Thursday as usual with a canteen quiz and again no one wins a big cash prize later I do my sound bloke routine by approaching Gina's new boyfriend to say that he shouldn't feel there's any animosity between us and then even go and make peace with her shouldn't have bothered And on Friday night we went through the arches. There was only one car going so someone had to get the train. We got through quite late and we went to a pub to take the gear. There was no problems getting in, we saw the lovers waiting in the front of the queue so we skipped in. It was a good night, everyone was nutted and I ended up dancing with some blonde girl. I thought she had been quite pretty until last night when Matthew informed me she had in fact been a pig. When the club finished we wandered the streets for a while until we got to this 24 hour cafe. I didn't like look at it so we left and got a taxi back to Morai's flat. I couldn't sleep so I sat about drinking someone else's strawberry tonic wine and tried to keep everyone else up. So we, we got home and decided to go to the John Zindy disco. 
July 8th, just in case this is obviously not going out tomorrow. So, um, who is in Galway for the uh, premiere of Lost in France, the documentary about Chemical Underground Records in Scotland, was former former uh, Delgado and founder of Chemical Underground Records, Emma Pollock. Emma, welcome back to Galway. That, uh, as I said to your husband, that movie was uh, just incredible. I loved every minute of it. I thought everything was captured beautifully and it was like the time just flew watching it. So I can only imagine what it must have been like for you. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm still... For, I guess for me, I can't watch it anywhere near with the same context or as everyone else. It's a bit like, um, I mean, taking the last 21 years, really, I mean, and compressing it into a film of, of, no, of no matter what length is, 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 going to be, is going to be a challenge, but somehow they managed to, to capture a lot of the most... Um, important aspects of why we started and how we started and the roller coaster that was the first five years. But it's 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 a tough one to try and process, I think, for all of us involved at Chemical Underground because you're in the eye of the storm when you do something like that. Of course, yeah. And you never get to see it from the outside. And it was really it, the way they used the sort of built the narrative of the documentary around the return 
to Moran was just I think it was like the flashbacks and the flash forward the way they told the story was great it must have been probably more difficult to tell a direct sort of a history of Chemical Underground without having all that sort of story to base it around maybe. absolutely absolutely and I think that's why it takes a filmmaker of, of <laughs> Niall McCann's talent to to actually um, put together such a a formation such a presentation because just like you said last night, you know, in the Q&As, it was very much, uh, he didn't want a talking heads documentary for the whole thing. He mm. wanted to hang it on something that was current. And I think he absolutely did that. He recognised in Morong, which was what would seem like a really innocuous, you know, random, you know, weekend in France. But I think what he recognised in it was that it was still, it was only 98 we had still only been around for a few years. Hmm. We we were still, you know, finding our feet as a record label, as a band. Mogwai, Arabstrap, Magoo, you know, the Karelia, all of these artists were still, they were finding their feet, which would go on to determine what they did in later years. And so it was an absolutely critical period, that 97, 98, when just like Stuart Braithwaite said in the film as well, he said, you know, people started coming to the shows who weren't already your mates and who weren't already in bands. And I think being Morong in 97 for Delgado's was, that festival was our very first gig outside of the UK. And so Morong stands for an awful lot, actually. So sort of just when everything was on the cusp, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, I mean, coming from probably one of the most critically acclaimed Scottish bands of all time, yourself, the Delgados, who had, as we, as, we, as I said, talking about Paul, huge critical success. Mm. Um, and now you've just released the debut solo album. And, uh, it's, is it? No, no, third. Third, sorry. Third. <laughs> it's been a long morning. But the, in, uh, in Search of Harperfield. Yes. Uh, superb record, yeah. Um, we've been playing a lot of it on the show. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, yes, I mean, coming from the Delgados to the solo career, that must be quite a. Yeah, it's taken a long time to make it, um, and it's been worth it though because I think that space between number two and number three solo record gave me. I, I guess the Paul and I recorded it piece by piece, you know, we would go into the studio maybe every six months and then we'd revisit what we had done the six months previously and then build on it. And I didn't really have any pressure applied, you know, there was nobody shouting out for a record. So I guess I just dug a tiny bit deeper when I wrote and I, I wrote on piano and probably started to refer back to songwriting uh, styles that I had been influenced by as a kid, you know, classic songwriting styles rather than maybe something a lot more you know purely guitar driven or guitar band driven so this record was very much a, for me it beginning to kind of you know push a little bit into different sounds and different textures and space whereas before maybe there had been a little less of that so I think the diversity in the album the, the eclecticism was something that worried us at the time when we began to realise that all these songs sounded so different and they, they came from different kind of ideas of rhythm and texture and, and, and tempo but then bizarrely you know there can be a thread in an album if you have the same people working on it throughout there can be a thread there and I think what Paul is absolutely incredible at is being able to create a thread which isn't immediately obvious but is there because what you don't want to do is make a record where every song does sound the same yeah. for fear of 
alienate an audience because they expect something of you. I think it's always good for the artist to make the art artist to make the record for themselves first, because at the end of the day, that's what artistry is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, okay, audiences might take or leave some albums in, a, in an artist's career, but at the end of the day, I think you do have to do something that's that's quite honest. And that's certainly been quite an honest album for me. Yeah, very sweet. Um, well, I love it anyway. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. I'm really looking forward to the show this afternoon. Thank you very much. Because it's your first time playing in Galway. It is. Yeah. This is my very first uh, Irish show. Well, you're going to come back though, right? I definitely. Even before um, even before you do the gig, we're, we're laying this down. No, now. The, the, you're coming the, the, back, that's, yeah? that's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> because you see, I've, I've actually got. Um, my, my grand comes from, or came from, she came from Bankrana. Okay. So I, 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 I will be imminently applying for an EU passport. <laughs> <laughs> until until independence, anyway. Until independence, <laughs> of course. And of course, I won't need to. Yeah. So but, uh, thank you very much, and thanks for taking the time to do this. No and uh, would you mind. Uh, uh, telling me about a song that you love. Oh, a song that I love. Yeah, so we can put some, any song at all. Um. Oh no. It's tough on the spot. It I, is I, I, tough. I appreciate it is, that. It is. It is really tough. You can edit, can't you? <laughs> um, songs that I love. Okay, I'm gonna have to go with Kate Bush. Ah, fantastic. Um. Partly because I'm actually curating a show. Yes, in yes, in in Aberdeen. Yeah. True North, twenty uh, fifth September in Aberdeen. But let's see, what would I go for? I guess. Yeah, I mean the 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 man with the child in his eyes. Fantastic. I mean it's it's a song that I often pull out, you know, but it, Kate Bush is, is an artist that's been certainly with my generation ever since we were listen to music and I guess that that's what makes it she she remains current and contemporary no matter her age our age it's a remarkable achievement that she her, her artistic integrity has never ever been compromised I think she's she's, a, she's an absolute inspiration I love that song okay, what a song rare yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a song rare thank you very much Emma no problem thank you
That was Kate Bush with the man with the child in his eyes. And uh, before that, it was Emma Pollock from Chemical Underground Records, uh, the Delgados, and a highly accomplished solo career as well, t- telling us about uh, why she loves that song. This is Strange Brew Love Songs Volume 4 on 8radio.com. And once again, it's a Lost in France special. If you haven't had a chance to check out the Lost in France documentary about Chemical, uh, Chemical Underground Records, then you really should because it is excellent. Anyway, uh, here is someone else talking about a song they love. And this is Alex Capranos from Franz Ferdinand. Uh, so all the stars are in town in Galway for the Galway Film Flat and um, last night was the premiere of the Last of France documentary the excellent Last of France documentary by Niall McCann about uh, Scotland's legendary Chemical Underground Records and I have Alex Capranos here with me and it's been a while since you've been at the Roaching Dove Ah, it has been a wee bit yeah, it brought back good good memories being in town again uh, having a wee wander about and I'm just about to go in and watch Emma play Yeah, Um, very excited about it Were you just saying the the gig that Franz Ferdinand did in the Roaching Dove a few years ago was uh, magical it was just an incredible performance I, I, like we were saying to you last night I think a lot of people a lot of people were at the gig couldn't believe it was actually happening oh I loved it it was a great show uh, brilliant audience as well because that was the first gig we'd done for a while we hadn't played for about a year or something before that it was, uh, it was just before the stadium tour was that, that's was right that's right well we were doing a little tour around Ireland because uh, we'd only ever played in Dublin before that and we thought oh so, I know there's a lot more to Ireland than just Dublin so uh, let's get around and it was great loved it hope great. to do it again sometime that would be great yeah. Yeah. it would be great if we could squeeze you back in here but you oh, know, we'll I'd, get you back to go away in one shape or another oh, I would love it I would love it um, so yeah would you mind telling me about one of your favourite songs a song that you love a, a song that oh god like favourite song of all time kind of thing um, god I feel on the spot now uh, not the favourite no, you know, you know what I, 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 I'll pick um, uh, Oh Well by uh, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac very nice. Um, I, and I'm picking it because it was the first song I ever recorded. Uh, my pal Andrew, when, when we were kids, when we were teenagers, he got one of those wee, you know, the wee Fostex uh, four tracks. <laughs> and uh, we started like sort of making our own music, and that was the first song we ever recorded. And, and I loved that. I don't know if, you, if, you, if people listening know the song. It was like from Fleetwood Mac be- before they became the kind of rumours era of Fleetwood Mac, when they were uh, still a, a kind of London blues band kind of thing, really. But Oh Well is a, it's a really bizarre song. It doesn't have the structure of a normal song. It's kind of instrumental. Then there's a break where it's kind of half spoken and half sung, and then instrumental again. And uh, the lyrics, the lyric is really simple. It's, uh, uh, I can't, uh, can't help about the shape I'm in. I can't sing, I ain't pretty, and my legs are thin. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to. And when I was fifteen, like I, I love, I, <laughs> just, I was like, oh god, that's me. I've got, skin, I've got skinny legs and I can't sing. So like, yeah. And so, but it's it's a really amazing song. Like it's it's uh, one of the best examples of a a band that are really intuitively playing off each other, and uh, there's just amazing energy between them, and a really great example of uh, how a band can start off doing something quite. Uh, 
traditional and conventional, in other words, like sort of rhythm and blues, but then go in a totally oblique direction and come up with something a little bit more bizarre and interesting. <laughs> but it's a great song. Amazing. Thank you very much. Oh, no. Yeah, you're back in Galway. Thank you very much. Cheers. Yeah, it's on tape now, so you have to come back. <laughs> the shape I'm in. I can't sing. I ain't pretty and my legs are thin. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answers that you want me to. Talk to God, I knew he'd understand. He said, stick by me and I'll be your guiding hand. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to.
Oh Well Parts 1 and 2 from Peter Greensfield with Mac there which is a song that Franz Ferdinand's Alex Capranos loves and this is Strange Brew Love Songs Volume 4 A Lost in France special uh, Thank you very much for joining us Do go along, see the, along and see the Lost in France documentary because it is great and if you're around on the 3rd, 4th and 5th of March check out Emma Pollock and Oram Hubbard who will be playing in uh, the Workman's Club in Roaching Dove and in Connolly's of Lep as well in support of the, the nationwide release of that particular documentary. Uh, thanks to everyone who participated in there and uh, I'm going to leave you finally with uh, Mogwai's Stuart Braithwaite. Uh, thank you very much and tune in every Friday uh, to 8 Radio for your regular dose of Strange Brew. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Uh, managed to nab yet another one of the, I suppose we could say stars of the Lost in France documentary um, which is the documentary Nine McCann made about Chemical Underground Records, the Sc- <laughs> Scotland's legendary indie records. And uh, <laughs> uh, been interrupted briefly by Anyong the dog. <laughs> Good boy. How do you spell Anyong? Your online presence. So uh, I've managed to nab yet another one of the stars, uh, if we can call it, I suppose we can call them that, of the documentary uh, Lost in France, which was the movie that Niall McCann made about Scotland's legendary Chemical Underground Records. And uh, someone who's been to Galway before, one of my favourite Valentine gigs ever, Stuart, was uh, Mogwai in the Radisson. Uh, about four or five years ago? Five years ago, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a nice night. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, the perfect, I would say, for me, the perfect Valentine's gig is Mogwai. Really? <laughs> I'm sure there's a few people that, that drag their girlfriend to that gig that probably wouldn't agree with you. <laughs> uh, the, move, the, the documentary, it was, uh, like, it was the premiere, Irish premiere was last night and the reception was amazing, but it's an incredible documentary. It must have uh, stirred, up the, stirred up the pot, the emotion pot. You know, it re- <laughs> you know, really did, actually. And... Um, I mean, I, I was never hesitant about it because so many, so many of my friends were involved. It was mem- remembering something that was a lot of fun, but I never kind of realised that it was going to be a really emotional thing. And yeah, if I kind of the film really is, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was emotional for me watching it. Yeah. So I can only imagine what it must have felt like, and the way they built the story around that that sort of return to Moran narrative it made it kind of easier to go back and forth. I think. And I think so. I think so. And just, I don't know. It's just, just kind of recollecting and reminiscing and and still being with the same people and still still knowing so many of the same people. It kind of, um, yeah. It, def- it definitely. It definitely was quite moving. Yeah. And the the stuff you're doing at the moment with Mogwai, the Atomic soundtrack is. Uh, wonderful piece I haven't seen the movie but the, I, I adore the soundtrack and you've been playing that live as well yeah yeah we're just back from doing a few dates we went to Paris Montreux and then Ferrara in Italy doing that that's pretty emotional too it's kind of yeah it's been a, an emotional song <laughs> <laughs> and uh, would you mind just telling me about a song that you love any song at all any song at all ah I think I guess because we're in Ireland and you were talking about the Valentine, I maybe go with my bloody Valentine and um, yeah, let me think what one. Feed me with your kiss. Nice. It's a tune. Yeah, excellent. For some reason, because I, I talked to Paul and um, Alex and Emma as well about this, and I, I, I for some reason I kind of expected a lot of uh, people to choose the likes of Arab Strap or anything. So it was, not, it was nice. It's nice to get the the variety. 
I thought you'd be playing them anyway. No offense. <laughs> no, if it was an Arab strap song, it would probably be. Um, no, too late. Do we save this for next time? Yeah, next time. Next time I'm in Galway. <laughs> Thank you very much, Stuart. Thank you. Cheers.